For every journalist in America, there are six public relations professionals. That's according to the U.S. Department of Labor. Think about that number for a second. Why do I bring this up? Well, it's because fewer journalists means less coverage of important news. Why does that matter? When we don't have journalists reporting stories, we have public relations professionals creating narratives for government agencies, corporations, politicians, their clients. And why is that bad? When you're getting paid to create a narrative for your clients, you aren't always telling the entire truth. You're telling stories that make your client look as good and positive as possible. And there's a difference between creating content and creating journalism. So this week, there was a viral tweet by reporter Bethany Bruner. She tweeted, I was the only reporter in the courtroom this morning as the man accused of raping a 10-year-old girl impregnating her leading to an abortion in Indiana, was arraigned. She's a reporter for the Columbus Dispatch, a Gannett-owned newspaper. Why is she the only reporter in a courtroom covering news of this importance? It's because newspapers have been downsizing for two decades now, and the number of reporters at local newspapers has plummeted. You see, journalism doesn't pay well at all, in case you haven't heard Certainly the reporters at the New York Times, Washington Post, LA Times, and other big papers are doing relatively okay, although I would argue that they're still probably vastly underpaid considering the amount of work that they do and the quality of that work. But most reporters are paid pennies on the dollar for what they are worth. Newspaper companies lost the battle to the internet and social media, both in terms of story ideas and content and ad sales decades ago. They stopped figuring out a way to make enough money to have large staff. And that has definitely trickled down to the amount of news coverage that you see in your community. You'll find people today reading and consuming the news, but a small percentage of those people are actually paying for the news. Ever since the 2008 recession and the crash of the housing and the auto markets, advertising has never been the same. Those anchors of uh, revenue and funding and ad sales have diminished greatly. And classified ads used to be also revenue generators from newspapers. Now you can find those for free all over the place on, on, on Craigslist and other places on the Internet. According to the Medill School of Journalism at Northwestern, newspapers are continuing to vanish at a rapid rate. An average of more than two a week are disappearing. Since 2005, the country has lost more than a fourth of its newspapers, about 2,500, and is on track to lose a third by 2025. There's more. According to Medill, since 2005, when newspaper revenues topped $50 billion, overall newspaper employment has dropped 70% as revenues declined to about $20 billion. Newsroom employment has declined by almost 60% with on-staff photographers declining by 80%. Yes, most reporters take their own photos these days. As for online-only newspapers in 2021, there were 545 digital-only sites. Most of those employ six or fewer full-time reporters. So Josh, why are you whining? <laughs> because as much as people say they love journalism, 
they neglect it. They don't appreciate it. They don't understand what it takes to produce it. There are PR people in this town who, by the way, make a lot more money than journalists who complain and gripe to each other when journalists ask tough questions. They complain when journalists want answers now and not at the end of the week. They complain that journalists only write negative stories okay newsflash you can't love the great investigative journalism that happens in other communities and then share those stories on your social media and compliment the reporting and then center yourself as some know-all saint for pointing the issue out and you're looking to get you know likes and hearts and support because you shared that story and then gripe and complain when that same level of quality local journalism is performed in your own community. Everybody loves investigative reporting. Everybody loves in-depth reporting, unless it's about the organization you work for or, or support or have a friend or know somebody who works there. And it's not just professional PR people. It's politicians, too. Out of one side of their mouth, they champion journalism and the role of the free press and the you know, powerful role it plays in our democracy, but then they complain about bias when the media does stories that doesn't fit their narrative, okay? These reporters, especially the ones in this town, and I know most of them are working really hard and for not a lot of money. They're doing the work because they love it, right? These reporters have not taken PR jobs. They've not moved on to try to make more money and the reason is for real reporters, okay, they would rather, they'd see the importance of covering the news as more important than how much money they could potentially make in public relations, okay? We should be acknowledging reporters, okay, for the sacrifices they make in terms of time for their families and their personal lives, because they believe it's important to produce local quality news for their community. You know, and it's kind of ironic that a lot of time these politicians and bureaucrats and, you know, electeds who blast the media for lack of fairness are the same ones who don't return the calls that the journalists make. They're the ones who don't take the time to answer questions, but then they complain later that the story is biased. You can't have it both ways. And there's another problem. As the overall number of reporters shrink, so does diversity. We need people of color reporting on the news. And I don't mean people of color just reporting positive stories on other people of color, although we need more of that too, and we can't have enough of that. We need people of color who come from diverse backgrounds, in enterprising stories from their own experiencing experiences, knowing the stories that are happening in their community that they know about that affect their people that somebody else isn't going to know about or is not going to have the curiosity to go find out. There isn't a lot of great data out there about diversity in newsrooms because many of the surveys that organizations such as the Society of Professional Journalists conduct don't get a strong response rate from news organizations. Okay, So there's not a lot of data because these news organizations don't respond. But according to the Associated Press, self-reported, and AP is the largest wire service in the country. They reported that 76% of its full-time news employees in the United States are white. 76%. 8% are Latino. 7% are Black. 
and 6% are Asian. News management is 81% white. This is 2021 numbers from the Associated Press. You've got to be kidding, right? We need people of color to find stories in their communities that have been traditionally overlooked. Having the same people in charge who've been making decisions about what makes news year after year, decade after decade, isn't the best way to move forward, okay? We need people of color in management positions also, okay? The fact is that young journalists are far more interested in social media, video, and podcasts than print or online newspapers because they see themselves reflected in those online uh, social media platforms. They see themselves there. And so where are people going to go? They're going to go where they feel as though they have a connection. They often don't see themselves in newspaper stories or in online publications. They don't see themselves in the photos or in the sources uh, being quoted. Okay. So why is TikTok so popular? Yes, it's comedy and it's not journalism, but people go on TikTok to see people like them doing things, right? And journalism needs to change to sort of reflect the real world and the people around it. It's hard for people to understand the importance of diversity on the ground in the real world. I think people get it in the abstract. It's hard for people to understand it if they're part of the majority group, if you're part of the people who are in power, who are making those decisions, I don't think you feel what it's like to be excluded. Okay. You know, if they could point to some diversity and say, look, there's diversity there. What's the problem? Okay. That's not enough. That's not good enough. You cannot have enough diversity. Okay. Having one, two, three, if you're counting diversity, that's a problem. Okay, you're, you just need to reflect the communities that you cover, okay? Um, when there's fewer journalists, bottom line, less, less news gets covered. And when less news gets covered, the people in charge of the systems don't get challenged. There's some great public relations people in this town, but the job of a journalist and a public relations professional is different. Public relations professionals represent clients, organizations, government, and individuals, and we definitely need them. They help journalists. They make the job of a journalist on some days easier, okay? But we need not be outnumbered six to one, okay? Journalists write stories that focus on tension, conflict, systems that are broken, taxpayer spending, all with the goal of having impact and making change. The best journalism does not seek to perpetuate the status quo of those in power. The best journalism seek, seeks to affect the status quo and shine a light on systems and how they work or how they're not working in order to make progress, okay? We're not content providers. We're not seeking engagement. We're journalists and our work matters, okay? So as you go out today or whenever and you consume your news on your computers and your iPhone and your iPad and your devices, you know, maybe some of you will pick up a hard copy of some newspaper or read it, reads newspapers online. Think about who's creating that content. Think about how much work came in to have those stories, those print stories, those photographs, the video, the audio. That's somebody's work and somebody took the time to do that. 
journalists interview people. They conduct research. They think. They plan. Okay. They write. They take photos. They have to learn technology. And they have to do it all quickly and be accurate and on deadline. And guess what? For not a lot of money. Okay. Average newspaper salary is about $37,000, according to Indeed.com. It's somewhere in the mid-40,000s, according to Glassdoor. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor, reporters earn an average of $23 an hour. That's high for this market, by the way. For PR professionals, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor, it's $30 an hour or about $70,000 a year, Okay. Remember, journalism's difficult. We're not being negative when we ask tough questions. We're fulfilling our responsibilities as reporters to our democracy. We're trying to be important as we go out there and write news stories that affect people. We're trying to matter. We're trying to show people and provide them the information they need to make change in their communities, okay? The more you pay for news... The more you subscribe to news, the more we can see, the more you advertise for news, the more we're going to see more court, more reporters in those courtrooms covering those important stories. And if you ever complain about, oh, we don't have good journalism here, or there's no investigative journalism here, it's not all your fault, but we all shoulder some of the responsibility. Support your local media, okay? Tell a journalist they do a good job. Tell them thank you and figure out a way to pay for your content. Okay? With this podcast, all I ask is you hit the subscribe button. Thank you.